0: Hello, cookbook friend, and welcome to the Cookbook Divas podcast. My name is Katie, and I am here with my co-host, Carrie. Today, we will be wrapping up the month of December by showing you our favorite cookbooks being released at the end of the month. Before we begin, we want to wish you all a happy holiday and new year. We will be taking the last week off to be with loved ones and get ready for 2022. If Yay. you've enjoyed our podcast, make sure to share with other cookbook lovers, too. We are looking forward to another year of cookbooks. Now, to finish off 2021, Carrie, what is your first cookbook pick?
1: Well, as a vegetarian, I love Indian food because it's often vegetarian or you can just omit the chicken. Yeah. So my pick is 30 Minute Mowgli, Fast, Easy Indian from the Mowgli Home Kitchen by Nisha Katona. And for those of you that are listening who don't know what Mowgli is, I'll spell it M-O-W-G-L-I. Okay. This is the food that Nisha Katona cooks at home. Punchy and delicious Mowgli-style recipes that take you from couch to curry in 30 minutes or less. She started sharing her ideas for a new cookery book encapsulating this approach on her Mowgli Instagram channel during the spring 2020 lockdown when we all had more time to be in our kitchens
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she was thrilled by the hugely positive response. So the, the chapters are themed to make it really usable around poultry, meat, fish, and vegetables with the desserts chapter as well. And there's one called Ma Look Away <laughs> for her favorite pasta dishes. <laughs> oh. Some of her recipes include quick, angry tandoori. I- <laughs> and I'm angry when I'm cooking. <laughs> <laughs> or yogurt, coriander, turkey, gingerbread, lamb steaks.
0: Interesting.
1: Or something called Kima toasties, Bengali fish curry, and Indian fish finger sandwiches. And something that I am about to laugh my butt off back of the fridge curry. Yes. <laughs> and something called million dollar green doll involving yeah. lentils. Uh, the re- all of her recipes are meals that can range from light lunches to substantial dinners. All you have to do is accompany them with one of the simple sides, which could be rice, noodles, potatoes, or a chapati wrap. I love this. I can't wait to look through it on video after yeah. it comes out. What's your first book today?
0: My first book is Vegan Ramen, 50 Plant-Based Recipes for Ramen at Home. This is by Armin Pakdal. And Zoe Lichlier, and it comes out December 21st, discover the keys to creating a balanced and filling homemade ramen bowl with only plant-based ingredients. I'm kind of stunned. I think this is awesome.
1: I would Uh, miss the egg, though.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, you could always put an egg on. It's fine. Yeah,
1: I'm vegetarian, not vegan. But yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it would be it's interesting because they'll probably have to use a lot of seaweed to get that umami fishy flavor, too. So get ready to explore the five components of ramen, the tastiest cooking techniques and step by step guidance for assembling your perfect bowl. So this cookbook features the anatomy of a bowl. They give you substitutions. There's a treasure trove of recipes, dig into ramen recipes and side dishes that run the gamut from vegan classics to very unique plant-based creations, including side dishes and drinks. That's super cool. So this is Vegan Ramen, 50 Plant-Based Recipes for Ramen at Home by Armin Pakdal and Zoe Lichlyer.
1: My next book is Southern Living 2021 Annual Recipes, an entire year of recipes by the editors of Southern Living. Comes out December 21st. The editors at Southern Living Magazine share beautifully photographed step-by-step recipes. I love that. For regionally inspired dishes, both quick and easy meals to family favorites and special occasion treats. So along with the go-to Southern recipes, there are delicious Sunday suppers. I love hosting Sunday supper. Yeah mouth-watering desserts, regional favorites, and traditional holiday meals. If you like Southern food, this is probably a good thing to grab, and you don't need to own one every single year. It'll cover you for a long time. But if you don't have one yet, definitely check it out. What's next on your list?
0: My next book I'm really excited about, and I even wrote a blog post about it. I'm just kind of obsessed with it. It's the Asian Market Cookbook, How to Find Superior Ingredients to Elevate Your Asian Home Cooking. This is by Vivian Aronson, and it comes out December 21st. So there's a lot of cool information in this, such as learning the differences between like sesame paste and miso paste, dried noodles and handmade noodles. So if you want to understand all of those little tiny nuances in Asian cooking, this is definitely the book for you. There's uh, an explanation for why these re- or why these components are actually really crucial to cooking Asian dishes. You can make things like Sichuan jelly noodles in this cookbook. There's shredded pork in sweet bean sauce, and they're all with ingredients from your local Asian market. So she gives us also tips on how to navigate an Asian market. If you've never been to one, it can be it actually can be kind of overwhelming. Uh, So I like that she's been able to do that. There's just a lot of different ingredients on the shelves and maybe a lot of us don't know. Or even substitutes, like we can use one thing for another.
1: Well, I spend so much time reading the label because they do have to have a sticker on it in English because I don't read Chinese. So I'm standing around like an idiot going, what, trying to read it. And it's always in a tiny font. I need to bring my readers with me.
0: Right. And also if you've got dietary restrictions. So if you are vegetarian or for me, gluten-free, it's, you know, it's really important to be reading the labels. (laughs) It is really hard. So, and her recipes are really interesting because they're usually broken down by ingredients in her cookbook. And then she goes into more in depth recipes, utilizing specific ingredients. So I really like this. We'll have a more in depth blog post about this one later. So check out the Asian market cookbook. It's by Vivian Aronson.
1: My next book is a bread book. Is anyone still baking bread? We're not in lockdown, but (laughs) bread is still delicious.
0: I still need to.
1: It's Bread Book Ideas and Innovations from the Future of Grain, Flour, and Fermentation by Chad Robertson, Jennifer Latham, and Liz Barkley, who's the photographer. Comes out December 21st. Uh, In Bread Book, Robertson... And Tartine's director of bread, Jennifer Latham, excuse me, explain how high quality, sustainable, locally sourced grain and flours respond to hydration and fermentation to make great bread even better. And Katie and I are lucky that we live uh, five hours away from Walla Walla, Washington, where people grow tons of delicious grain. Yeah. That Katie can't eat. Yes.
0: <clears throat> so, uh
1: Experienced bakers and novices will find Robertson's and Latham's primers on grain, flour, sourdough starter, leaven, discard starter,
0: what?
1: and factoring dough, for- dough formulas refreshingly easy to understand and use. I don't even know what discard starter is.
0: No, I don't either. What? Well, I know <laughs> you have to like throw out
1: half of your so it just doesn't take over the neighborhood.
0: Oh. But wow. Whoa
1: they present 16 brilliant formulas for naturally leavened doughs including country bread which has been re-engineered rustic baguettes flatbreads rolls pizza vegan and gluten-free loaves yay plus you can make tortillas crackers and fermented pasta with your discarded sourdough starter what
0: what oh man can you so- imagine sourdough pasta it's like
1: the best of all the worlds. That sounds awesome. <laughs> so that is bread book, ideas and innovations from the future of grain, flour, and fermentation by a whole bunch of people.
0: <laughs> My next cookbook is The Comfortable Kitchen 105 Laid Back, Healthy and Wholesome Recipes. This is by Alex Snotgrass and it comes out December twenty-eighth. I think this is a perfect time for it to come back or come out in Seattle as it I feel like it's not quite. Super cold and we can still roam around outside. I think a lot of you guys are probably suffering the winter freeze right now, but
1: yeah, for we at us... least don't have we don't have ice on the ground right now. We don't have any snow, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm kind of bummed, but we can all feel more comfortable with our comfort foods in our comfort kitchen. So uh this cookbook is comfort food redefined, and I don't know why comfort and healthy are in the same Like sentence, but it is in this cookbook. So her recipes are designed to bring joy into that display of affection from your own comfort cooking to your loved ones' delight at the delicious flavors to knowing that you're caring for your family's nutrition with each bite. Interesting. And for those who have dietary restrictions, Alex clearly marks each recipe as gluten-free, dairy-free, grain-free, paleo, and Everything else. So that's actually very nice. So she brings back the joy of being in the kitchen for those at all levels of cooking skill and provides food for every occasion with soups, salads, pasta, vegetarian, non-vegetarian, and apps, sides ranging from one-pot meals to not so chunky junk food, and even cocktails and desserts. So some of the recipes you will actually find are green curry poached halibut with herbs, She has a Texas-style brisket taco. That sounds very good. Uh, There's herby green olive pasta with feta.
1: Ooh, yes.
0: Yeah. There's a sheet pan honey sesame cauliflower. That sounds really good, too.
1: Ooh, I have cauliflower in the house right now. I have two heads of it.
0: Ooh. Yum. There's seven-ingredient almond butter cookies. Yum. And it's easy. So there's 105 approachable and nutritious recipes for real busy life The Comfortable Kitchen is a must-have cookbook for everyone who cares about what they eat and what they make and also being comfortable. So this is The Comfort Kitchen by Alex Snodgrass. What's next for you, Carrie?
1: I have a vegan Chinese cookbook. Oh. There will be a lot of people delighted to check this out. It is 75 Delicious Plant-Based Favorites by Yang Yang. Comes out December twenty-one. It's from the publishers of Rockridge press, a very busy cookbook publishing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, now you can satisfy your cravings for Chinese food, says the publisher while maintaining a plant-based diet. There's a wide range of delicious recipes, including classic plant-based dishes and vegan versions of home and restaurant favorites. I wonder if they have a vegan Mr. shows chicken <laughs> uh, <that would> be <laughs> or general awesome. general shows chicken. Uh, They teach us Chinese cooking techniques with easy instructions to help us master it, whether or not, whether we're rolling out some eggplant, excuse me, roll cutting some eggplant, steaming bean curd rolls or folding dumplings. You can learn how to prepare homey Chinese dishes like silken tofu salad. Or popular takeout fare like spring rolls and sesame sauce noodles. I don't take out spring rolls because when they get cold, it's not as good. That's true. So I only get them at the restaurant. They also present shopping tips, the best staples to have on hand when you're cooking vegan Chinese food, such as rice wine, of course, and vegetarian oyster sauce, which I need to go shop for because I'm out, to dried shiitake mushrooms and glass noodles. Mm. That is Vegan Chinese Cookbook by Yang Yang.
0: I have also another plant-based cookbook. It's the Plant-Based Family Cookbook, 60 Easy and Nutritious Vegan Meals Kids Will Love. This is by Claire Swift and Sarah Biagetti. This comes out December 21st. This cookbook is the perfect solution to those picky eaters and vegan diet skeptics everywhere. I like that they... (laughs) I always think that if it's good for kids, it's got to be good for everybody. <laughs> so this book yeah. features incredibly flavorful and nutri- and nourishing options that will help the whole family make healthier choices together. Each recipe is nutritious as it is indulgent. Readers will be won over by scrumptious breakfasts, as well as tempting snacks, decadent desserts, and delightful weeknight meals. Parents will find plenty of enticing lunchbox options for the little ones. That includes things like crispy tofu nuggets with sweet potato fries or satay dippers.
1: Oh, I want that right now.
0: I know, I'm really hungry. Uh, so, and then the adults can entertain friends with restaurant inspired meals and appetizers like filled crispy pancakes and eggplant bao buns. And when weekends finally roll around, families can gather around mouth-watering brunches and comforting desserts like apple waffles or lemon cheesecake with blueberry compote. Uh, Claire and Sarah also feature recipes that can be made ahead in batches and frozen so that they're ready to eat whenever it suits everyone's busy schedule. So that's really nice. This is the plant-based family cookbook by Claire Swift and Sarah Biagetti.
1: I was just daydreaming about what if I opened the freezer and I had planned ahead months ago and made all a bunch of desserts that I could pull them out for Christmas. But I oh. didn't give myself that gift of <laughs> advanced planning. Oh, no. <laughs> My next cookbook is the Red Boat Fish Sauce Cookbook. Beloved recipes from the family behind the purest fish sauce. It's by Quang Fom. Tian Nguyen, and Daeptron, and I will never personally buy this cookbook because I don't eat any fish products, but we wanted to let those of you that do know about it. It's the official cookbook of 100 recipes from the cult favorite and top chef-lauded fish sauce brand, Red Boat Fish Sauce. Now, let me read what the publisher says. You wouldn't expect a condiment made of anchovies to gain cult status, but that's exactly what Red Boat Fish Sauce did, earning praise from food titans like David Chang, Andrea Nguyen, and Ruth Reichel. It's a collection of 100 recipes, and you can learn how to punch up flavor in Vietnamese classics like bun cha and sugarcane shrimp, and also chicken wings and pork roast. They'll present behind-the-scenes stories in every chapter, spanning from breakfast, dinner, snacks, desserts, and holiday celebrations. Hmm. It's the perfect guide to using this incredible pantry staple that I'll never personally have in my pantry, but I hope the rest of you enjoy the taste of it. (laughs) That's the Red Boat Fish Sauce Cookbook.
0: My final cookbook is a cocktail book, so finishing off strong this year. It's Mezcal and Tequila Cocktails. It's a collection of Mezcal and Tequila Cocktails. This is by Emmanuel Mensa. This comes out December 28th. Perfect, right before New Year's. Uh, with an elegant platinum foil hardcover, this cookbook is an evocative collection of more than 60 Mezcal and Tequila Cocktail Recipes. Uh, What do you know about Mezcal? Maybe you have some vague idea about his relationship to agave or that there might be a worm at the bottom of the bottle. I actually didn't think that. Is that a common thing?
1: Um, I grew up a 10 minute drive from the Tijuana border. So, yes, you can find worms in the bottom of your bottle.
0: I didn't know that. And I've had at least two
1: men trying to impress me eat the worm from the bottom of the bottle, and that actually did quite the opposite, turned me off, and I never dated them.
0: Absolutely. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) So you may know that tequila is a type of mezcal, or that mezcal is more intensively handcrafted than almost any other spirit, making it a true farm-to-table drink. It has 40-plus gorgeous photographs in this cookbook, and it has 60 recipes For craft cocktails, Uh, that includes things like the Mezcal Negroni, a a drink called the Cactus Flower, which sounds very beautiful, a Mezcalita, a Waka Old Fashioned, a Killer Bee, that sounds super cute, Uh, Marrakesh Express, there's a lot of cool stuff, plus easy recipes for gorgeous craft cocktail ingredients from syrups and garnishes, so that's cool. This is Mezcal and Tequila Cocktails by Emmanuel Mensa,
1: And that brings us to the end of December 2021 cookbooks. Ooh. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel because while we're taking a break on the podcast, I will still be recording some cookbook look throughs because I love to do it. Although the other night I did nine in a row and I got really cranky. So I have to <laughs> redo one because I think I gave an unfair review to a good cookbook you can watch our cookbook review videos on youtube you can watch our cookbook reels and get some news on upcoming cookbooks on our instagram and stop by our facebook for cookbook news and we're going to be doing some fun live events in 2022 that you can join in to learn even more about cookbooks past present and future thanks for watching or and listening (laughs)